Good morning. Today is Sunday, February 12, 2023. Gathered around Mount Sinai in anticipation of hearing God reveal the Aseris Adibros, the Ten Commandments, the Jewish people say these famous words, Vayomru, and they say, Kol Asher Diber Hashem, Naseh Nishma. All that God will say, Naaseh Venishma. We will do it and we will hear it. Famous words. Those words indicate our final commitment and acceptance of the entire Torah. Those are the words that are paraphrased by every person who converts to Judaism, accepting upon themselves all of the mitzvos. Famous, important words. <clears throat> so famous and so important. Our rabbis tell us, Rabbi Simloi said, when the Jewish people said, Naaseh, before Nishma, we're going to do it even before we hear it. 600,000 ministering angels came down and placed two crowns on each person of Israel. One crown as a reward for saying Naseh and one crown as a reward for saying Nishma. This great spiritual reward for this phrase. Rebbe Eliezer says, when the Jewish people rushed to say Naseh before saying Nishma, a divine voice went out from heaven and said, who has revealed to my children the secret which only the ministering angels know and make use of? This was a sublime moment, a spiritual highlight to be able to say these words, Nasev and Nishma. What do the words actually mean? <clears throat> well, Nasev is straightforward. We will do it. Nasev is about action. It's about deed. It's about our behavior. We will act in accordance with God's commands. Okay. Nishma has many meanings. Nishma, the same word as the word Shema, as in Shema Yisrael. We've discussed this before. There are several different meanings. It could mean to hear, to have the words come into your ear. It could mean to pay attention to. It could mean to understand. It could mean to obey. Nishma, I hear and therefore will obey. Many different meanings. So, in fact, the phrase Nasev Nishma, which at first glance seems pretty clear cut, actually has several different ways to understand what exactly the Jewish people are committing to. Let me share several opinions in the classic commentators. The Talmud says, and this is also quoted by Rashi, Nasa, we will do the mit we, we will do the mitzvos, we commit to doing the mitzvos, and then Vinishma, and then we will hear it. In other words, we commit to doing the mitzvos even before we hear what they are. We don't need you to tell us 
what you want us to do, God. We commit to doing even before you've told us. <clears throat> Somebody says to you, will you do me a favor? Well, if you have complete trust in that person, if you are certain that that person would only ask you for something that is good and is for your benefit, you would say, of course, whatever you ask, because I know whatever you're going to ask me to do is going to be good for me. It's going to be the right thing. So the answer is yes. Somebody else, let's say a stranger, says to you, will you do me a favor? You might say, well, I'd like to help, but could you tell me what you're asking first? Because you don't know in advance that what you're going to be asked for is going to be appropriate. You don't know if it's going to be possible. You don't know if it's going to be good. You don't know if it's going to be beneficial to you. According to this, Nasa Venishma expresses the certainty of the Jewish people. They had seen the miracles that God had performed for them. <coughs> Excuse me. They were convinced that God cared only about their well-being. And they said in advance, we commit to doing whatever you will ask us to do because we are certain you will only ask us to do something that is good and right and moral and is the best for us. Nasa Venishma. We agreed to do it even before we hear what it is you want us to do. There's a second opinion mentioned by the Rashbam, another of the famous classic medieval commentaries. Nasa, we will do what we have already been commanded up until now. Venishma, and we will hear and obey what you will command in the future. Remember, because the word nishma or shma can also mean not only just to hear the words, but to heed the words, to obey the words. So, according to Rashbam, the statement is really going backwards and forwards. It says, Looking backwards, we will do what you have already commanded us, Naseh, we will do what we already know about it, and Venishma, and we will obey whatever it is you tell us in the future. In other words, the people understood that they were on a spiritual journey, just as they were on a physical journey. And they might not know all the details at, at once. They knew some of them, but they knew that more of them would be revealed. So they said, just as we are observing, we'll ob commit to observing the mitzvahs that we already know about, we will observe the mitzvahs that we will yet learn about along the way. <clears throat> Sifarno says something different. Sifarno says... Nasevanishma means we will obediently do. In other words, Nasevanishma are two words that express a single idea. What they're saying is, Nase, we're going to do what you ask, not because there's any benefit to us, but because Venishma, because we heard it from you. In other words, this points to the motivation of our observance of mitzvahs. We're going to do what you ask, not because it's going to make us wealthy, not because it's going to bring us all sorts of value, not because it's going to be the healthiest thing for us. No, 
We're going to do it v'nishma as a result of hearing it come from you. If you say it, God, that means we're going to do it. So in this sense, nasa v'nishma is expressing a single idea that we're going to do it, plus the motivation for doing it is simply because we heard it from you. <coughs> Finally, let me share one last opinion. This is an opinion of Rabbi Yitzchak Arama in his Sefer Akedas Yitzchak. And he explains, Nase, we will do what you command, Venishma, and we will then understand. In other words, Shma, to hear, to listen, can also mean to consider, to understand, to appreciate, to analyze. And what the Jewish people are saying here, according to Akedas Yitzchak, is, listen, there are certain things that you can only fully appreciate once you have done them. Before you've done them, you can say you know what the um, uh, practical actions are, but you can't really understand it until you've done it. Many mitzvahs are like that. Many actions in life are like that. You can't fully appreciate the mitzvahs of Hashem until you have performed them. Once you've done it, then doing it leads to a deeper level of understanding. And so, Akedas Yitzchak says, Nase, we will do it, and through the doing it, we will come to a deeper understanding of Venishma, of understanding and appreciating why it is that you commanded. And we commit to both of those. We commit to doing it and then to growing in our appreciation and understanding as a result of having done the action. <coughs> now, if you consider just this last opinion, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs suggests something truly magnificent. If you look very carefully at last week's Torah portion, the Parsha of Yisro, and this week's Torah portion, the Parsha of Mishpatim, first you will notice that the narrative of Matan Torah, of God revealing himself in Mount Sinai and sharing with the Jewish people the Yisaras Adibros, the Ten Commandments, is divided into two Torah portions. We had the text of the Yisaras Adibros yesterday in Parsha Yisro, but we're going to have the narrative of Matan Torah in this week's Torah portion, Parshas Mishpatim. So one obvious question is, why is the narrative of the giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai divided into two separate Torah portions? I hope to discuss that with you later this week. But if you read carefully those two passages, last week's Torah portion and this week's Torah portion, you will notice that the Jewish people accept the covenant three separate times. <clears throat> However, the words the Jewish people use to accept all the mitzvos are different. It's not consistent. Listen carefully. In last week's Torah portion, the Jewish people say, Vayanu kol ha'am yachtav and the entire Jewish people responded and said together, Vayomru, and they said, Kol asher dibar Hashem naseh, everything that God will say, we will do it. That is a commitment to agree to the covenant, the relationship with God. 
We commit to what God will command us. And they all agreed, one voice, as one, the entire people together. The second entering into the covenant is in this week's Torah portion of the Parsha Mishpatim. Vayan kol ha'am kol echad. And the entire people answered with one voice in unison. Vayomru when they said, kol hadvarim asher diber Hashem naseh. Every word, every commandment that God commands, we will do it. And then we come to the third verse. Also in our Torah portion, Mishpatim, this week. And this is the famous verse. Vayomru, and the Jewish people say, Kol Hashadiber Hashem, all that God says, Naase, we will do it, Vinishma, and we will hear it. We will understand it. We will obey it, however you want to translate that. But notice that of the three verses by which the Jewish people three times are, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> are committing themselves to serving God and observing God's commands, notice only the third has the famous verse that we're familiar with, Naseh Venishma. The first two only speak about Naseh. Only talks about the doing. The only time we get to the hearing, listening, understanding, obeying, whatever you want to say about that, the famous phrase, that's only the third time. Everything that God says, we'll do it, we'll hear it, we'll obey it, we'll understand it. That's one difference. But there's another very important difference. The first two times that the Jewish people enter into this agreement and they commit to all the mitzvahs, they do so as one. It is unanimous. I didn't pronounce that right. It was with unanimity. It was unanimous. Sorry. Vayanu kol ha'am yachtav, the entire Jewish people together said, every single human being, their voice was raised as one voice in unison, a unanimous agreement. The second pasuk, vayan kol ha'am kol echad, vayomru, the Jewish people spoke with one voice. They all agreed. There was no dissent. One voice in unison, the entire Jewish people agreed. The third Pasuk, the famous Pasuk of Nasa Venishma, that element is not emphasized. Vayomru, and they said, the Jewish people said, Kol Hashem Nasa Venishma. All that God said, Nasa, we'll do it, Venishma, and we'll hear it, understand it, obey it, appreciate it. Why the difference in emphasis? Listen to how Rabbi Jonathan Sachs explains it. At the level of Naseh, of Jewish actions, deeds, mitzvos, we are one. The Jewish people is unified. Yes, of course, there are differences in practice between Ashkenazim and Sephardim. 
There are differences in practice between certain halakhic authorities over certain questions, but these are all within the details of Jewish law. In terms of the overall system of the Jewish legal system, we are one. And the, the fact is, this is true in every legal system. There are principles and main rules, and then, of course, there are minor issues about which there are differences of opinion. But Judaism is a legal system. And nasa, on the level of action, of behavior, we speak as one voice, we speak together, we all agree. But at the level of nishma, of understanding, the Torah does not ask us to be one. Because within Judaism, there are those who understand the mitzvot differently from each other. We have our rationalists and we have our mystics. We have our philosophers and we have our poets. We have our scholars who are very practical-minded and we have our pious saints whose ideas soar to the heavens. The rabbis say that at Mount Sinai, every single person received the revelation of God in his or her own way. The mitzvah that they received was the same, but the way it was understood, the way that it was appreciated, the way that it was integrated within a person, that was unique for every single person. What unites Jews who are committed to Torah and to Jewish law is action. We do the same deeds. We keep Shabbos. We may not all understand Shabbos the same way. We may have different ideas about what it means to us. But there is agreement on the Nasa. There is not necessarily agreement on the Nishma. Now, please do not misunderstand me. I do not mean to say that there are no beliefs that we all are called to believe as a Jewish people. The Rambam, Maimonides, famously co uh, formulated Yud Gimel Ikrim, 13 principles of belief. Those are mitzvos for a Jew to believe that there is one God who has existed for all time, that God is incorporeal, that God holds man accountable, etc., etc., the Yid Gimel Ibrahim, those beliefs, beliefs are also mitzvos. I'm not discussing the difference between actions and beliefs. I'm talking about actions and understanding of what those actions mean. When I observe Shabbos, what should my mood be? What should it do for me? What should my mind feel like on Shabbos? What kind of a person does Shabbos observance cause me to become? We can differ about that. What are the meanings of the mitzvos? Person keeps kosher. We're all doing it the same way. But what does it do for me? Is it a system of discipline? Is it a spiritual exercise? We can, dis we can disagree about that. 
within the level of nishma, of appreciating and hearing and understanding the mitzvahs, there is a plurality of opinions, as long as we're doing the same thing. And so therefore, nasev nishma means we will do and we will understand, but, importantly, we will do in the same way. But we will understand each in our own way. And with all of our commitment to the truth of our Jewish doing, we must respect and value our differences, all of our differences, when it comes to our understanding of what we are all doing together. That's the deepest significance of what we commit to at Sinai and we renew that commitment every moment. Nasa Vinishma. We will all do what God commanded and then we will each seek to understand it in our own way. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.